<clears throat> oh, welcome Moon and Star. Welcome to another episode of the Daniel K's Let's Plays presents Mooplegawix's quest-by-quest playthrough of Morrowind. Bethesda RPG. Huh, how's it going? It's, it's time for us to go uh, fight a necromancer. I, um, it's been a couple days since my last quest with Mooplegawix, so I had to just refresh my little memory here by reading this journal entry. Therah Rothloth, who I guess is the temple practitioner person, has asked me to bring the necromancer, Delvam Andaris, to justice. He's hiding in Moia. From Molagmar, I should follow the river to the east as it heads south. Then turn east and follow the coast. Moia is on a small island south of the coast. Okay, so hang on. Oh, okay, wait. I actually, actually put my... Put my concentration hat on. Follow the river to the east as it heads south, and then turn east and follow the coast. So, does that make sense when I look at the world map? Okay, follow the river to the east as it heads south, and then turn east as it goes along the coast, and it's on what? Okay, I think I see that. When I look at the world map, I think I see the island that it's on. So, it's a little bit of a trek across un, um, uncharted swamps. Cats are being bananas behind me, so just ignore them. If you heard a meow, don't worry about it. Just just a morrowing cat. Otter and Bridie not getting along too well. Alright, where are we? Molagmar. Oh, the slave market. Oh, I'm at the top of Molagmar. The uh, temple slash stronghold. In the ashy volcanic region, and here's the slave market. I just got done editing the episode where we got to, um, where we finally met Bernard early and tell Brenora. And I was like, so all through this, this, yes, <coughs> all through this playthrough, I've been seeing slaves and slavery and plantations, and really, you know, some noticeable, like, <laughs> slave themes and I've been quite confused that it's not discussed in any way by any of the characters there's no like oh it's like you know I really can't get along with my neighbor because they believe uh, that this whole slave thing we've got going on here of Morrowind should come to an end like in this other area and you know there's no there's no there's no um, Morrowind Abraham Lincoln, and there's no, like, abolitionist movement yet. Except, Bernard Early, the one useful thing he had to do, apart from give me some health potions, which I immediately guzzled, is he was just sharing a little rumour about his opinion on abolitionists. The one person to have actually mentioned slavery was Bernard Early. And it's like, hmm, it's funny how the Imperials haven't clamped down on those horrible abolitionists. <laughs> that was his one contribution. So, so yeah, that's the... And I was moving so fast and so disappointed at that point in the episode, I didn't even notice it. So, I have to... Oh! Hey! Oh. Okay, I've jumped in the water. I'm gonna cast water walking on myself. And I'm literally gonna run along the surface of the river to the east. Try and stop me, listeners. I'm on my way. Following the river as it bends south. Heading east as the river bends south. Ooh! Bunch of callops. I can't swim though because I cast water walking on myself. I'll just sit around till the. Oh. 
Uh, let me go. Let me go pick some pick some leaves until water walking wears off, and then let me go look for some pearls. Picking leaves, picking pearls, having a grand old time. As I sit here recording, listeners, um, just to give you a little bit of real life context, it's actually Halloween. It's 9:54 on Halloween night. So there you go. That's how. Fill in the water. Finally, that's how far ahead I am. A pearl! Hundred bucks. Done. What about in this callop? No pearl in that callop. What about in this callop? A pearl! I love... I love getting pearls. Feels like... A real... It feels like another one of those... Real professions. Like... Hi, welcome to my Morrowind playthrough in which I am a pearl diver. I'm role-playing as a pearl diving person who dives for pearls. You know. Alright. So a whole bunch of uh, salt rice and marshmallow. Let me just pick it all. Muck sponge. Yummo. Alright. I'm still on my way. I've just come across a door to what might be an ancestral tomb. Yeah. Oh! Halalu ancestral tomb. That's a name I recognize. That's interesting. So yeah, I'm still quite far away from my destination. But the Halalu family tomb? Really? Halalu family tomb. Like the Halalu. I don't know if you've been paying attention so far, listeners, to this playthrough that we're all on together. Halalu's not a small family. Couple members in that family. Like... Like, yeah. Alright. Let's just stick our little heads in. Just, just for some, just, you know, because it's the whole, you know. Oh, plus, maybe we'll get to see if our uh, trapped wooden door. Can I probe a trapped door? Can I use a probe? Where's my probe? There's my probe. Journeyman's probe. Is that what probes are for? Let's see. Oh, yeah. Trap disarmed. I guess that's a security skill. That's what probes are for. You know, I, I never really, like... I, didn't, I don't know if I knew that. But there we go. Now we know. Alright. Any ghosts around? Hey, this place is interesting. Let's just see how we go here. In the Halalu family tomb. Well, there is a skeleton. That's not a ghost. Got it. Uh, there's some kind of, like... Bad guy zombie. What's it called? I've forgotten what these things are called. Oh! A bone walker, I think it is. Let's wait around the corner and then spear it with our spear. Got it. Um, shrine to Saint Veloth. Cool. Hey, look, there's a little... Is that a Velothi tower in the background of the shrine? Shrine to Saint Veloth? That's nice. Would you like to make a donation of zero dollars and receive a blessing? Yeah, why not? Let's, let's get some indwelling happening. Yeah! Just, like... My first tomb experience, getting a little bit indwelt. And look at this, a Telvani mole crab helm. Light armor. Armor rating 4. What's my armor rating? 16. Medium armor. Well, let me just leave that there. Looks pretty cool, but I'm just going to leave it there. Hey, what's this book, huh? The Firmament. Repair prongs. I'll take them. Wow, this place. This place is pretty... Sure is something. 
Nice. 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 Managed to deal critical damage to a bone walker by sneaking on a technicality. Sneaking as I opened a door and then boom. Oh no. I've been hit with brown rot. What do you mean brown rot? My personality's being drained. I don't like that. Wait, personality and what? Strength! I don't like that. Did a did a bone walker give me brown rot? Yeah, I know, right? It's just no good. Alright, down deeper into the tomb. I feel like maybe this is not a small tomb. Have we stick, stuck our heads in long enough? Let's just see what's at the bottom of this long and winding flight of stairs. Ah, bone walker, huh? See if we can do some critical damage to it. I mean, that should have been critical damage. You know what I'm thinking? I mean, for one, I'm thinking, hooray, I killed a greater bone walker. Look at that ugly head. Oh, look at his bones. Oh, this bone walker's got a lot of bones. You know, you might say, well, has it got more bones than the three skeletons you've killed so far in this episode? Or is it two? Or maybe just one? And I'd say n no, but they're, I'd say they're more noticeable on the bone walker. Um, well, you know what I've just realized is that uh, if I've just... If I've just contracted brown rot from a bone walker, you know what I am? An idiot. Because I should have kept the Velothi blessing until, like, after I was done with this Halalu family tomb. Because then I could have cured diseased myself on the way out. I guess that's probably what it's there for. And would you look at this? This lovely little pit of uh, of ash full of skulls and bones surrounded by spears supporting one two three four five six seven eight nine uh skulls is the end point of this little tomb here we are deep underground with all these nine skulls on spears around this pit of ash and bones and i guess this can't be the only halalu family tomb because it was pretty small um, let's just loot all these fun little small boxes. What's this? Value 2, a shard bolt ring, frost damage on target. It's useless, I'm going to leave it there. Small chest that's completely empty. Worthless little tomb, but that was a fun distraction on our way to fight the Necromancer. Just, you know, nice little opportunity to contract brown rot. And now that that's uh, out of the way, let's go fight a Necromancer. Can I get a double blessing? Uh, extra helping of blessing. Oh, maybe I can. Yeah, I can. I can get all the blessings I want. Hey, get rid of my... Let's get rid of Blight. We're doing great. Well, you might as well give me the... Elm Civi Restoration, too. And hey, let's just... Oh, I'm not poisoned. Okay, cool. But does that mean that I was blighted? No, you can you can get cured of blight even if you don't have blight. Okay, cool. Got all the blessing and blight removal and undiseasing that we could ever want. Let's keep on following the river as it bends east. <gasps> Three pearls. Whoa. Three rats. Three pearls. Three rats. 
Amazing. Alright. Well, as the sun begins to set on this moral windy day, we find ourselves by the banks of the river as it bends to the east, looking at a domed structure set in the rocks of an island off the banks from me. I can hop uh, from stepping stone to stepping stone to get to the island while keeping my orcish feet dry. But I truly suspect that we have reached our destination. After I have quickly collected all of this delicious salt rice and marshmallow. Nah. Got them all. And now let's see if this is the place we're after. Mauia. This is absolutely where we want to be. Mauia. And hey, look at that. Over there, on the bank that I've just come from, there's like another ancestral tomb. But that's not what we're here for. We're here for Mauia. Let's see how deep Mauia is. Oh. 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 This is some cute set dressing. As I enter Mauia... I'm bounded on the left and right by some wooden picket fences. Each picket has a hook with a skull on it. And on the other side of the fences, there are uh, arranged symmetrically in the room four large fire pits. So this is a nice little welcome. Oh, a skeleton. Oh, caught me. Nice one. Hang on. Let me let me let me actually use some some of my alteration a little bit. I should um, well, first of all, I need to thank um, a Nicolaus or Nicholas uh, for telling me for filling me in on Father's Hand, the Father's Hand alteration spell, and uh, and the fact that it seems to affect uh, the uh, the enemy's chance to hit me. So when I see an enemy, I'll be sure to ah oh no. Fail casting the spell, a bone walker is bone walking me. Let me just hit it. You know. Okay, well hang on, how long does Father's Hand last? Five seconds? Okay. I take it back, Nicolaus, it's not worth it. Thanks anyway, but. Five seconds? Oh my god. I guess that's why it was sh so cheap. Okay, so. This is big, uh, sort of open tomb. Oh, dead bodies? I reckon that's a dead body. It's kind of like a, a funny little auditorium with like a perambulum on the second level. Looks like there must be a, a top level too because I can see the shadows of enemies glitching through the ceiling. Interesting. What the, hey, a dead body? Hi, dead body. Oh, an enchanted uh, spear. Iron Viper Skewer. That could have been good a couple episodes ago when I didn't have this amazing Daedric spear. Got any good pants? Common pants. Common shoes. Alright, have fun. Have fun, dead body. Big pile of skulls next to a fire in the in the middle of this uh, weird pit. Let's keep on looking around, see what we can't uh, see what we can't see. Let's go uh, let's go invest investigate the perambulum. Aha! 
if I go, um, let's say, clockwise around the perambulum in this big circular complex, this big uh, sort of domed interior, what I presume will be domed when I finally get to the top level, if I go clockwise around it, I get to the path up. So let me go... Yeah, if I go clockwise around it, I'm going to get to the top floor and I won't be able to make any more upper progress. So let's do that first. Cool. a Bone Walker. Okay. Okay. Uh, it looks like actually both sides, clockwise and counterclockwise paths of the perambulum, would have led up to this top floor. And I can actually just follow the path back down a slope to, to the to the floor where I started. What I might call the first floor. Oh, up and down? Weird. Oh? Oh. No. No, I'm wrong. No, I'm wrong. The geography of this place is more complex than I... than I realized. Well, let me just backtrack to a portion of the complex geography where my path branched in the direction of a innocuous wooden door, which I'll now... Oh, trapped, huh? Well, let me probe this door. Got it. Now let's go into the untrapped door. Okay. Skeleton in a cell. An archer has crept up the path behind me and is shooting me with electrical arrows? No thanks. Whoa, they got a big stack of electric arrows? Yes, please. I'll take that. Now, back to the room which we just opened the door into. It's kind of a weird, like, carpeted storeroom that's divided in the middle like a room in Subnautica. Uh, and, uh, and the walls have these bars in so I can see through them to a chamber with a skeleton with a claymore. And there's some crates containing torches. Hinting at the fact that maybe my YouTube viewers would appreciate it if I spent some time with my club so that I could have a torch in my offhand. So that you could actually see what's going on. So let's do that for a bit. I've got my Dwemer club, which I'll use for a little while. Oh, another trapped door. Trap disarmed. Dwarven Club. It doesn't work quite so well. Whoa, two skeletons in here? I mean, it still works, right? Don't get me wrong, it's working pretty good. Oh, shit. So are the... Oh! Oh my god! Oh! 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 oh. Oh no! Why don't I have healing potions? Oh my god! Don't fucking damn it! Oh no! That's all my progress! Oh no! That's so much salt rice! What a 
fucking dickhead I am. Oh, Christ. Alright. We find ourselves exactly where we were before. Except now I have a few healing potions in my pocket because of all the salt rice and marshmallow that I picked. You might think I would have just walked past it, keen to get on with the quest, but no, I just can't help it. I didn't do it for you. I didn't do it for the podcast. I did it because I like to click on the plants and hear them go... And I know the little number in my pocket is going way up. I had 90 salt rice before I started mixing potions. I've still got like 75 salt rice. And that's good. Alright, let's fight these skeletons with a spear this time. I've learned my lesson. No more pandering to the YouTube people. You can't see? Whoa, is this... How's this? How's this view? It all too bad. I'm gonna keep on using my spear and I'm not gonna have a light because I don't want to get killed by a skeleton. Don't do it. Oh, I hope that that skeleton isn't gonna... Oh, nope. Well, that was that was quick, wasn't it? This just shows what you can do when you, when you don't pander to the YouTube audience. I'm just kidding, I love you guys. Whoa, what is that? Dwarven Claymore? Worth 1,200 bucks. Two emeralds? Two rubies? 359 bucks? This was great. I'll take the claymore, even though it weighs 27 kilos for now. I'll drop it on the ground if I, you know, if I need to. I'm not picky. Wait, another one? Really? I can't carry it. It's too heavy. And a diamond worth 250 bucks? That's going right in my house in Sadanine and 361. This has been great. I just broke a thousand bucks for the first time. Wow. Thank God I became a priest. What's that? It's not a health potion, is it? No, it's not. Hmm. Alright. Let's, uh, let's keep on following the bend, going up to the top of the dome, seeing what we can get done here. Quickly drink a health potion to top up a little bit, you know? Cool. Looking good. Around the bend we go. That got me almost full. Okay, I'll start sneaking around. I can see the shadow cast by our bone walker around the corner. I'm gonna leap out and get it! Oh, <laughs> That's kind of, uh, kind of funny. It felt like a tougher than average bone walker. Wow, we're not even at the top of the dome yet. We're under the top of the dome. We're on like the second floor. Just, just, the just sub-dome floor. Picking up a couple more magic arrows to sell. Okay, and here is the dome. Is the necromancer going to be up here? Probably, right? Probably. So we're about to face the necromancer, unless the necromancer's down in the... Oh no, there's the necromancer. Oh, he hates me immediately. Summons a bone walker. I'm over-encumbered by the necromancer. Well, now this is bad. My spear skill increase? That's good. Now, let's see what we can do. Restore intelligence. Restore luck. Potion of night eye. Fortify personality. Restore health. Restore health. Cure common disease. Levitate. 
Hmm. Well, this is a situation, isn't it? Um, I'm going to need to drop all my heavy stuff. So first things first, drop the claymore. Drop the mace. Uh, drop the arrows. And these arrows too. Yeah, and now I'm carrying little enough that I can just get this guy with my spear. Oh, shucks, he nearly killed me. Hang on. Okay, we got him. He's pulled out his sword. It's glowing, but I'm not afraid of it. I'm okay. Oh, I see a bed behind him. I'm gonna sleep in that in a second. I'm gonna sleep right in your bed. God, right in your bed. Got him. What sword was that? Shimzel? 10,000 bucks! Fortify sneak 5 points for 30 seconds and chameleon 10 to 30% for 30 seconds on self. Okay. That's gotta come in handy. It's pretty heavy, 16 kilos, for me to just be carrying around, but chameleon 10 to 30%? That could really help me out situationally. Ring of regeneration. Cast when used. Charge 150. Restore health 1 point for 120 seconds on self. Value 8,500. I've got to take that along with me. Common shoes, really? That's pathetic. Okay, well, I'm totally, like, I'm not going to be able to carry anything. Because I'm, everything is just too... I'm too weak. I've been weakened by the necromancer. My endurance is down to 74, and my strength, that's what's, that's what's important, my strength is down to 37. Unless, unless I can, well, A, find some restore strength potions here in these boxes. Um, and, or B, I'm, I'm an alchemist, right? Maybe I can quickly mix one up if I can't find one. So let's see what we can find around here. Okay, nope. But there was a whole bunch of ingredients up here. As well as a hundred bucks on the table. Loads of fancy books. Like, I'm kind of tempted to take these fancy, you know, $400 books. Like this, Vampires of Vadenfell Volume 2, value 400. It's got Volume 1, but it's only worth 50 bucks. I'll just... Like, I'm gonna resist the urge to build myself a little library back at home. Oh, parlor book one, value of 400. Like, there's some fancy books that this guy had. This is cool. Um, he also has a, a journeyman's alembic, which is another alchemy tool. Value is only 200 bucks, and it weighs 7 kilos. Versus my journeyman's mortar and pestle, which weighs 4 kilos. But I think I'm gonna take it with me, because it might just make my potions better. It might just flat out increase how cool my potions are if I've got that in my kit. And speaking of potions, let's see if I can restore strength. Oh. Drow Wax and Golden Cannot will restore my strength, but the two together will also drain my luck. So that's no good. I can't use them. Um, but if I can find another restore strength ingredient to mix with either of them that doesn't also drain luck, then, then that'll be good. It's a shame I've only got one of each. That's not really sustainable. Keep on researching. Scamp skin. I've got five pieces of scamp skin. Scamp skin restores strength. That's good. 
See if there's anything else as well. Stone flower petal. It restores strength. I can mix it with scamp skin, but I can't mix it with drow wax or the golden carnate because it also drains luck. But but the okay. So we we got a couple: stone flower petal and scamp skin, and scamp skin and and um, yeah, yeah. We we can do this. We can cure ourselves. All right. Well, wish me luck. Shit. Fuck. Oh! Hey! Okay, two out of four. Two out of four possible potions. Our strength is at 37. Let's see what happens if we drink two restore strength potions. 16 points. For 48 seconds? It's not temporary, is it? Shrinks back up to 50. Cool, I guess that was just good enough, huh? Did I need both of them? Is my strength normally 50? I think it is normally 50, right? Did I need both of them? Hang on, let's see. Okay. Well, that time three out of the four possible potions worked. And I only had to abuse the save games um, once to do it. I think if I drink one of these... Brings our, oh, it only brings our strength up to 43. No, I do need two. I have to drink two. Wait. Wait, does it work over time? Hang on. It does. It just works over time. It's like 16 points per second for for um, for 48 seconds. Okay, phew. I'm glad I checked that. Great, well, our strength is back. We killed the Necromancer. Delvam Andres. Didn't get a chance to talk to him. We'll take his $10,000 sword. I guess I'll take one of my... Well, let me take my club back. Just in case I need a club for something, you know? Just in case blunt works. Um, I guess these arrows are worth 20 bucks each, and there's 50 of them. So let's get those arrows. And we've got five kilos left in our, in our pocket-carrying space. Uh, there's... Uh, the Alembic, when I make potions, it does indeed pop up. That because I have an Alembic, they're going to be better than usual potions because of the Alembic. So that's good to know. And now, and now this has been good. We're going to leave this this guy and this weird, you know, this weird corpse he's got here on the weird humming pedestal. We're going to leave him alone. And uh, let's just quickly check out the basement of this place. Is there even a basement? No, there was no. We established there was no basement here. The quest done. So hey, here we are, back at the church. I'm well. I'm wrong. We didn't establish that there wasn't a basement, but I I I just went and checked, and there's not a basement. I forgot that there was the counterclockwise path I could have followed, but turns out no, I couldn't have. It was a dead end. So here we are, back at the church. All right, is the necromancer Delvam Andreas no longer a threat to the temple? Delvam Andreas is dead. You've done the temple a great service. When you're ready, I've got more urgent duties for you. And my journal has been updated. Well, hey, how about some advancement? 
Oh, your devotion to the temple is not in question, but you still require a bit more experience. Redouble your training and practice your skills to become Mubluix, the adept. Okay, so listeners, this has been fun. I've enjoyed being a member of the church. I'm also interested, I'm very interested to see if as I gain ranks and do more quests, if the quests become more... Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, the the pilgrimage quest was great. It was really good. I loved that. Go, it's like a little whistle-stop tour of the southwest corner. And it's like an excuse to pick up lots of little quests along the way. It was real good. But now it feels like we've hit this sort of mid-section of quests where it's like, go cure this person of a disease, go drop off this crate of health potions to this place, go defeat a necromancer in the necromancer tunnel. And it's fun and it's good, it's cool, but I wonder if we get like further up the ranks it's going to be like, hey, not too sure about this, uh, you know, you know, there's going to be more church politics happening on, and maybe, or maybe more religious um, implications. Actually, like significant religious research or something. Like, hey, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know, something significant. But that's all just to say, I'll get around to doing that eventually. I think for now, I should head back to Balmora and just check in with the main quest. And just see what that's like. Like, what's next when we go find our contact at the corner club? And what does he get us to do? Because I honestly, for the life of me, couldn't tell you what he tells us to do. He might just tell us to go hey, go uh, join a guild. Maybe join the fighters guild or something like that. That might be what his first quest is. But we'll just see. Next episode, we're going to go meet up with whatever his name is. And that's going to be what we'll do. And if, if we'll, yeah, we'll travel down that path for a bit, and then we'll come back to the church if that path gets, uh, you know, gets well trodden. All right, see you around, listeners. Thank you very much for your company. <sighs> During this long episode, this two-hour-long episode, I know it doesn't feel like it for you, but oh boy, it's been two hours, hasn't it? Yes, indeed. All right, see you around.